Hi, everyone. This is Aaron, and I am here today with Ashley Kim. Ashley, um, thank you for reading your essay for Sola Network. Um, how'd you feel when I asked you to read it? <laughs> um, to be honest, I um, I was a little bit reluctant just because I'm a little bit camera shy. Um, but I think it was helpful to um, just think about that this isn't um, you know, something for me, but if it can be an encouragement to others, then that would be um, reason enough to do it. And so, mm. yeah. Was that the first time that you like read one of your pieces before? It was. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be the first one then. I think you did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> I'm um, glad that it wasn't terrible. No, it was great. It was great. Um, can you tell us about yourself? And then I guess like introduce yourself and then also about the TGC essay contest. Like, how did you learn about it? And then what was the process uh, to actually write your piece, um, entering and winning it? Congrats, by the way. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm a college student, like a, a, I'm literally in my first semester of college um, in um, Columbia and um, I, I just, I like writing, so I don't have like any degree yet, but yeah, um, about the, like the TGC contest, um, I'm, so I'm a reader of TGC, but my is a big, um, TGC reader as well. And so she actually saw like the contest announcement before I did, and she sent it to me. Um, and there were a variety of prompts, um, that, um, the TGC editors um, wanted like other Gen Zers to write about. And um, so what I ended up writing about was um, the inerrancy of scripture and how that um, both convicts us of sin, but is also very good news for us as believers because we have such solid promises to cling to. Um, but some of the other things that I considered writing about um, were why I love my local church Um and penal substitution and um, Gen Z's desire for justice. So those are some other ideas floating around in my head, but ultimately I went with um, biblical inerrancy, which I um, I think just because it, it it ties into my personal testimony. And so I felt like I had something more personal to say about that. Mm. Um, you wrote a little bit about that in, in your essay, I think. Uh, can you share it for, for everybody here just, just a, a little bit? Yeah, so kind of how that um, biblical inerrancy connects to my testimony is um, that I actually struggled with an eating disorder in um, like a few years ago, and um, that was particularly hard for me um, just because um, it wasn't necessarily noted or uh, recognizing that um, the desires and the um, I, idolatry behind an eating disorder was sinful. I was able to recognize that, but really, you know, the hard part of change is um, being able to turn away from those things. And so the Bible both brought me bad news in the sense that it convicted me of my sin and showed me the hopeless state that I was in, but it was also very good news because I learned that um, God's grace is sufficient for me. And I could trust that um, because scripture is inerrant and I really would not um, have any um, reason or any security to change if I didn't know that the Bible is inerrant and all of God's promises will come true. Yeah. I, did you always like 
see um, faith and writing intersecting? Because I, I feel that um, you have a really firm grasp on it. Obviously, you're still like learning, I guess, going to school or whatever. But it sounds like you know how to put your faith into words. Did you always like see it that way? I don't know. Um, I think definitely as, um, well, I've always liked writing, um, but I would say like in elementary and middle school, it was like a lot of fiction, a lot of like writing fantasy stories. And so I didn't really write um, about spiritual things, but I think just as my faith became more important to me, as the gospel became more real to me, it just started to come out in my writing. And I think, um, I, I mean, I think writers in general, we want to write about um, what matters to us. And so as um, God and um, the gospel became more precious and more beautiful to me, I just naturally started to gravitate toward writing more about that. I think also just realizing, um, like similar to journaling, um, writing about my faith kind of helps me reflect and see how God has been faithful me, faithful to me in specific ways. So um, I think like anyone who's had to journal or like write out your testimony or write out the gospel, um, it forces us to think more deeply. And so I, it's something that I, that not only helps me, um, some, not only something that I enjoy, but it helps me um, articulate my thoughts and reflect. Yeah. Um, I, I like your website, by the way. Um, I went through a lot of it, maybe all of it, but I went through a lot of it. And <laughs> Thank um, you. I like your your articles there, like they're not like journal entries, I don't think. They don't read like journal entries, but I, I feel like they are snippets like from your life. Is that is that kind of like true? <laughs> I think so. It's kind of like a little bit more unfiltered, obviously, because mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just like my little corner of the internet. So um, I don't have to hold myself to any kind of standard. Um, yeah, I think with spiritual things, with talking about um, the Bible, I try to be a little more um, careful about what I put out there just mm. because I know there's like a lot of or there can be a lot of misconceptions about understanding certain scripture. I don't want to mislead people, especially in something that important. But yeah, I, I think so. It definitely a little bit more unfiltered like what i'm currently reflecting on yeah i mean i i i enjoyed it um and then i looked through your like not your resume i guess but you know like your um like featured work i guess um where you've been published before and i saw that you write poetry you write fiction um you had a category for creative nonfiction, um and then like even considering like your blog articles right would you consider like one over the other like what's your like main type of writing and then also do you see value in being able to write across such a broad range of genres yeah um that's a really interesting question because to be honest i don't really prefer one over the other i think okay. honestly that's because um, I I would still can I think I'm still like a fairly young writer, so um, I've kind of explored different areas, but I haven't quite settled down yet. I think like through grade school, I wrote a lot of fiction, and then in high school, I wrote more poetry, mostly because poetry is shorter, and so I had less time. Um, but it's just also like more um, economical language, so it requires mm. a lot more attention to like your use of words. Um, and then more recently, nonfiction, I have a feeling that I'm turning more to nonfiction because as I get older, 
I have less of an imagination. <laughs> um, but I I do think also it's part of like I actually have um somewhat coherent thoughts like about my own life that I can present to the world. Mm. Um, I don't have to make it all up. Um I do think there's value in being able to write like across multiple genres. Um just thinking about like writing poetry really forces you to consider um like the aesthetic qualities of language. So um like really thinking about diction, word choice, you have to be very intentional about those choices. Um, but like narrative at the same time appears in like every other form of writing. So like even articles and essays, we have to have like anecdotes and examples and that can be very powerful. So I think all of those elements are still really important um, for all types of writing. And I think like notably, like the Bible mixes genres too. Like you have mm. historical books, but there's also poetry and then you have epistles, prophecies, narratives. And um, like even within books, like I think Jonah has some um, like poetry as well. And so there are different purposes to different types of language. And I, I think it's important that we use or at least like read the whole range. Um, I don't know if I could settle on one, though. <laughs> um, I, I like how you're uh, super articulate, too. So you're not just good at like writing words, but you're good at speaking words, too. It's clear to me that you've been uh, kind of focused on on words for a big part of your life. Um, you you went to or you, you are um, you, you're currently a student at Columbia University. Um, and so I know you're kind of like switching like churches right now, I guess, or looking at different churches just for um, the sake of school. Um, but how would you, I guess, give some advice to churches and pastors in terms of supporting writers? Um, and then how can writers serve their church? Um, I don't I don't know, like, too many churches that have like a writing ministry. Um, I, I know for our church, like we we have a blog, you know, but like it's it's hard to get people to write articles. And there's not even a lot of people that I don't think would write for a church blog. Um, I know that like, we sometimes need copy for like social media, but I'm sure there's other ways and other ideas that you have um, how how churches and writers can can, I guess, serve together. What would, what would you have to say? Yeah, um, I will say my church has been very encouraging to me, not 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 because of like inherent structures in the church like we don't have any writing programs yeah <laughs> but i think just like the community has been very supportive and gracious mm. um so like even read my stuff or yeah. like reach out when they see something published and be very encouraging about it and mm. um so i think even just like that informally like building other writers up because um, it is a very um, difficult field to get into. And um, I know like a lot of writers feel like they have to split their time between their like practical day job versus their like writing passion. And so mm -hmm. being able to um, be encouraged by people in the church even, I think will encourage them to use their voices more. Um, to be honest, I'm not too sure about ideas about like the place <laughs> of writers within the local church. Obviously, organizations like um, SOLA or TGC are able to disseminate writing within like the bigger universal mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. So like all believers, not just a local congregation. But um, I think like within the local church, <clears throat> um, it would be like helpful to, I think, again, just going back to like informally, um, like writers um, 
who have that gift of language, um, even things like being able to serve by like sending letters or texts mm. to encourage other people are ways that that gift can be used. Um, yeah. But I think also, um, since writers work so closely with words, um, potentially or hopefully that makes writers into more insightful readers and hopefully that makes writers into better readers of the Bible as well, um, mm. or other books as well that could be helpful. So like being able to share those insights articulately is a way to build up other believers as well. Yeah, no, I, I can totally see that happening. Um, would you mind telling us a little bit about your, I guess, uh, life as a student at Columbia University? Um, and then I, I have a couple more questions, but I, I want to hear about your life first. What's it like being a, a student over there? Um, I think it's, it's honestly, it's very mixed. Um, and I've only been here for less than a semester. So you also had to take it with a grain of salt, but I think like other secular universities, there's definitely like a very post-Christian culture. I don't think that's mm. just Columbia, but um, generally colleges in the U.S. tend to, or colleges in general tend to go more liberal, um, which can be hard at sometimes. At times it feels isolating. Like in one of my classes, we've been reading some biblical texts. Um, mm. And while I'm really thankful to get an opportunity to share directly about the Bible, it can also be discouraging to hear like other students and their negative views of the Bible. And a lot of them see it as outdated or bigoted. And um, so just having to um, reckon with that can be difficult. Um, but that being said, I, I actually I genuinely enjoy all of my classes and um, I feel like it is an environment where people want to learn and mm. Um, something that someone um, in one of the campus ministries that I'm a part of, um, one of our staff members, um, she was saying that college is a really special time because um, the job of students like is just solely to learn mm -hmm. and to um, explore. And so I, I've been trying to um, internalize that instead of focusing so much on like grades and performance. And I think um, being able to be in an environment where there's so many resources for education has been um, really actually exciting for me and getting to like have discussion classes like I never got that in high school. And so mm. I've actually been really enjoying being a college student. Yeah, no, well, I'm I'm happy for you. I think it's it is definitely going to be an awesome time for you. Um, I'm a fan of your work, Ashley. And so I look forward to seeing like I guess you growing and also publishing more, um, just Thank even you. being out there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a couple more questions and then we can close. Um, did you ever have any fear of publishing your work online? Um, and then would you ever, do you consider like writing to be a type of ministry, um, for you or for just, you know, other people? And then would you have any advice for young writers just to get their feet wet? Yeah, um, for like fear of publishing online, um, I think more than the aspect of like it being online, I have more fear of like rejection. Mm. Uh, and I think that is such a key part of being a writer. So I've had to face it, mm. uh, which is which is a good thing. Um, but just um, I think having to submit even not um, like like poetry or um, 
other submissions that I've had to do, you get a lot of rejections. And I, but I've started to realize that for all writers, it pretty much is that way. Like your ratio of rejections to acceptances are, is usually um, much bigger on the rejection side. And mm. So I have more fears about that probably and actually getting like published online is um, something to really celebrate. And so I actually, I don't have much fears about my name being online. Um, I would say specifically related to like writing Christian content, I have a little more fears about that mm. um, just because I realized that I I'm also a young Christian and mm. I don't want to mislead anyone. I don't want to present myself as any kind of authority. And mm. um, yeah, I also want to be a careful of my own soul becoming prideful about my name being attached to this piece of writing on the internet. Mm. Um, and so all of those things are kind of uh, my fear is attached to publishing online, but I do find it um, really gratifying also to see my work out there. Mm -hmm. um, and then if writing is a, a type of ministry, I do think so. Um, I do, um, or I, I hope that my writing can be an encouragement to other people. Um, and I know that other people's writing has definitely been an encouragement to me, um, like just all the the sites that I really enjoy, like TGC and Desiring God and um, Tim Challey's blog, like those have um, really provided so many good resources to me that have been more than just like entertainment to read, but have really um, helped me grow and given me resources um, to go deeper into the gospel and become better reader of the Bible. And so I, I really do value that. And I find it a privilege that I could potentially um, be able to um, encourage other believers. Um, and then for other young writers, um, I think more generally for writing, I think the classic advice of read a lot and write a lot mm still rings true. And I feel like that's kind of a cop out, but I don't think there's any shortcut. So just be patient. And sometimes I get discouraged because I can tell that there are shortcomings in my writing, but I also don't have all day to read and write. And I think a lot of young writers face that too, because um, we all have other responsibilities that feel like they're getting in the way. But um, just realizing that, first of all, your current responsibilities right now are what God has called you to be faithful to. Mm. And if that means you only have time to write for 30 minutes a week or however long you have, um, that's okay, because that's truly where you're meant to be. Mm. And then secondly, I would say um, just enjoy the process. Um, and this is advice that I need to internalize as well, because I'm a very goal-oriented person. But um, to just enjoy the process of writing because you're never going to arrive um, at a place where you think that there's no more improvement necessary or um, nothing else that you want to write. So write what you want to write, not what you feel like you should write. Um, and I think delight and wonder are good things and um, God has given them to us and writing is a way for us to um, reflect on his faithfulness to us. And so I think it's it's um, something that should be honed and should be stewarded, but also just something to enjoy. Man, that's awesome. Ashley, that, that's great. That's really good. That's that's practical and it's helpful. Um, man, you're, you're, you're wise for your age. <laughs> 
thanks Ashley for your time and um, thank you for sharing your words with us and um, your advice and uh, a little bit about your life too. Thank you. I'm encouraged by your words. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>